Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. One man. One microphone. And one medium-sized coffee. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. And a happy new year to you all too. Um, I hope you had a nice holiday and celebrated the new year in style or at least in PJs and comfy. Um... Uh, I certainly had fun with the family. It was awesome. Thank you. Uh, Now, in the first episode of 2023, I wanted to focus on failure. (laughs) On failing. Now, I think this is a really, really important thing for us to talk about because there is so much emphasis in the industry and in the music industries in general in kind of getting your foot in the door and you know and how difficult that is which it is and it can well it can be uh you know this whole like uh, oh you know i've sent my demos off to publishers and haven't heard anything back oh i'm obviously not meant for it you know there's this 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 whole thing of failing at the start of of not getting in with a publisher or not getting your track heard or listened to and the thing i want to talk about is that's just one of the many, I'm going to do air quotes, failures that we face. And I want to kind of reframe this because failures kind of, for me, have this, this idea of end, of the end, of ending. And I don't think they are. I think failures are just obstacles in the road as it were, you know. They, they'd say in sales, don't they, that one failure is another failure closer to success or one lack of sale is one lack of sale closer to success. I think that's a great motivator because I'm walking by the river, by the way, just in case you're wondering what all that racket is in the background. Geese. Uh, anyway, um, it's a really good motivator for you to reframe this idea of failure because what happens here, right, Let's let's do some situations. These aren't hypothetical because I've experienced. I think I've experienced most failures, you know, in the industry. Uh, you know, struggling to get in with publishers, getting in with publishers, getting dropped by publishers, getting tracks cut from albums, uh, being chucked off albums. Not not physically, but you know, uh, uh, losing customs. Uh, you know, I I would probably say I've been dropped by quite a few publishers you know and the, because the thing about it is it's not like you get in the door and then you're in this club forever publishers are people and they have their own thing and they have their own companies and they have their own mission and yeah sometimes you don't fit in with that picture 
whether that's a personal thing or whether that's a professional thing or, you know, whether it's still relating to the music you're writing or the way you behave with those publishers. I've probably, you know, I've, I've kind of gone in with publishers, fallen out with publishers, not fallen out, but, in like, you know, uh, just no longer working with them, you know. I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. It's, uh, but what I would like to highlight is no one talks about this. Everyone talks about getting in with a publisher and then it's like golden ticket. It's really not. You know, and the other thing is like there is this expectation that you get a place with a publisher or you get a track on an album or you get an album with a library or something and it's like job done. Roll on success. It really isn't. Because not all libraries are made equal. Not all people are made equal. Not all tracks are made equal. It's, I have had, I've talked about this before, having had tracks on albums or albums with certain libraries or publishers not earning me anything. You know, and I put, put the same amount of work and time into those albums. It's just sometimes it's the luck of the draw, you know. The expectation is that you land your foot in the door you get a relationship with the publisher and then boom trailer city it's not like that guys it's consistent failing consistent failing you know the people who land you know the people I'm talking about the people who land all the big customs they not it's not like a 100% success rate because they are continuing their journey and it's a really important thing to you, for you to remember that you need to keep working. You might get your foot in the door with a publisher. One album later, they won't ring you back. And don't see that as them not working with you anymore. You can phone them up and be like, hey, got any work? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Because um, they're people. Other times, you know, you, you'll reach out to them saying, is there any work? And they'll say, no. And that's that. You know, uh, several examples from my past experience which when looking at them could be deemed as like rejection or failure but it doesn't matter it's one door closes another opens you know I've I've worked with a very well known library only once did one album done and that's it I've worked with another very well known library and I didn't even get any tracks published. They were just like, no, these aren't good enough. And that was it. That was me off the books. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I, I kind of want to highlight this to you guys because, <clears throat> yes, I get a fair amount of placements, but I've done a lot of work and I've failed a lot. Um, and I kind of want to highlight to you that even though I get a lot of placements now, there's nothing nothing to say that that will always be the case. You know, I could no longer be working with any libraries. I don't know. They might all turn around to me, that'll be a terrible year, and be like, nah, <laughs> no thanks, not, not this time, Rich. And I'm like, oh, bum. You know, uh, but the thing is, it's not like... It's not like the door song, you know, this is the end, do, 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 my only friend, the end. It's not the end. 
Let's reference another great song. The end is the beginning is the end by the Smashing Pumpkins. It's just another beginning. You know, you, you take stock with each of these things. You know, <clears throat> me being not successfully landing work with one publisher, I thought to myself, you know what? Actually, I'm glad I didn't because that process of working with them wasn't enjoyable for me. Uh, other publishers who I've worked with, the process is enjoyable and I, and I get or have gotten work with them regularly. Other libraries, I go for like a three, four, five-year gap where I don't work with them at all and then I reach out and they're like, oh yeah, sure, here's an album or here's some tracks we want from you. It's not this kind of like slam door, you're out of the industry again. You have to have to work hard to get your foot back in the door. It's just a, a long line of many paths. And always remember to take stock as well. You know, in these situations where you do see yourself as being dropped by a publisher or a library or no longer working with them, you think, okay, what do I want from this situation? And then you work out an action plan. Because do you know what, guys? Success, placements, awards, money doesn't guarantee more of the same. You have to keep plugging away. And this is like as much a reminder to myself as it is to you, because it's, it's like, you know, we spend so much of our time as aspirational composers focusing on the, like, landing regular placements, having enough money to do this full time. Then once you get to that point, you go, okay, this isn't guaranteed because one day the publisher you work with might turn around and say, you know what, we're not going to work with you anymore. Or they might not necessarily say anything. They might just stop calling. Uh... And I think it's really good not to prepare for failure because I, I'm i not advocating the word, the use of the word failure. Prepare for the eventualities and ask yourself the certain questions of, why am I doing this? Is Does doing this thing mean that I am the person I want to be doing the work I want to be doing? And you know, this is why customs for me were never really on the cards. I did them. I did them for years and years. But I had a, a consistent sort of row of not winning, you know, getting the track approved and it getting to the client stage and, and then the client going with a different direction on the trailer or different direction with the music. And me going, okay, um, let's take stock of this. Does doing custom fit in with how I want to be as a person and who I want to be professionally? No, it did not. Because I didn't want to be working in the evening when my kids are here, awake, for, you know, and not at school. I didn't want to be sort of at the beck and call of everybody else's deadlines all the time. And honestly, I found it very stressful. I'm not saying everybody's the same, but I'm saying I used that moment in my journey to make a decision. 
and say, no, I don't want to do any of these customs anymore. And I'm really glad I did. You know, there's a part of me that's like, mm, maybe I should do customs again, but I don't want to. It's just that kind of like, I call it the Instagram pressure, you know, the social media pressure. Oh, they're landing custom jobs. Maybe I should be doing, oh, shut up. <laughs> you know, don't go on social media, it's dangerous. Uh, so use these things as a way to take stock. Because it's not always a bad thing. And also, everyone who you see as successful in the industry will be experiencing the same failures, air quotes failures, as you. you know, not getting tracks landed on an album. Not winning customs. You know, not working with publishers, etc., etc. It's all still there. And you think to yourself, okay, well, how can I create the work life that I want? Does it fit in with what or what I want to be doing? And, you know, even at this point in my career, I've been doing this for, well, trailer music for 10 years. And I've been doing, you know, music for various sorts of media for, I don't know, 15 years, 16 years now. Even at this point... I'm not immune to publishers just going, no, that's enough, thanks, Rich. I still have to do the same work you're doing at the start of your journey. I still have to reach out to people. I still have to create the opportunities. And I still have to think to myself, does this action lead me to the place and person I want to be? I really want to emphasize that person. And this is a good time for us all in January of 2023 to be asking ourselves those questions. Am I doing the things I want to be doing? Am I being the person I want to be? It's all very well slugging your guts out for work. But this fear that we all have as self-employed people of not getting more work can sometimes get in the way of that picture. You know, if if you're if you want to ha- hear a good episode of this podcast, listen to the interview I did with Sigurd. Uh, I wish I could remember the number of it. Uh, I'll put a link in. Uh, when he talks about you know doing the work in the morning and taking the afternoon off, what a legend! <laughs> you know, I, th- I think that's such a good thing to do. Just working hard when you're supposed to be working, and then having fun and relaxing the rest of the time. Because what you're doing as an aspirational composer and what you're doing as a successful composer is the same thing. You're just earning money for it later on. (laughs) That's it. You're just landing more placements later on. But your day-to-day is still the same. Wake up, write music, read emails, go to the loo, whatever it is. We're all doing the same thing. Your life is going to be the same. Like my life on paper, yes, I've got more money than I had 10 years ago, but my life on paper is the same. Get up, write music, hang out with the kids, watch TV, go to bed. Go for a walk, whatever it is. Okay, I won't go for a walk once I've gone to bed. That would be a bizarre new trend. But it's really important that you realise that 
those stages are the same, interchangeable. So you need to be thinking about yourself and your life and the actions you're taking and the, the things you are doing. Because you might get your foot in the door, but there's other doors. And that door might close. It, it might be that, you know, even after a, a huge run of years, suddenly that door closes. You can't guarantee anything. And that's not a bad thing. You could take it as two things. You could take it as, well, that's the universe testing you to see if you really want this. Or that's the universe giving a kick up the bum saying, have a think about this life of yours. Are you doing the things you are meant to be doing and want to be doing? It's really important. You know, a lot of you know that aside from obviously being a trailer music composer, I do loads of other stuff. Because you know what? I love trailer music. And I love landing placements, obviously. But I love other stuff too. I love teaching it. Hence me having a school. You know, I love writing. Hence me having blogs and little books. I love writing other music. Hence me having a synthwave pseudonym. Or, you know, and I love writing ambient music. I I just basically love it all. <laughs> I love SEO, you know, it's all this stuff. I love all of this. And you kind of take stock of what you're doing and you say, is this what I want to be doing? And are these failures sort of, it's hard to, hard to explain this. Can you look at these failures in two ways? Do you want to push past and get to where you want to go? Or do you want to take a sidestep and try another door? Oh, this publisher's door's closed. Do I want to go for another publisher? Do I want to start my own publishing company? There's all these other... Do I want to do another job? Do I want to write trading music? I know some trading music composers have said, you know what, actually, trading music's not for me. I'm going to do film score. Because actually, guys... I used to write music for adverts. And yes, trailer music is still advertising, but it's not the same. You know, I used to constantly pitch for all manner of products, mobile phones, Google, diarrhea pills, you name it. Pampers. Just writing music. And the thing I loved about the briefs is that it gives you set restrictions for what you're supposed to do I love trailer music because it gives me the chance to explore all these incredibly weird sounds and styles and genres but as long as it's in the guidelines of trailer music great weirder the better <laughs> you know so I think the message here is don't see failure as a failure. See failure as the obstacle to overcome, as the stepping stone to utilize. Because there's always going to be failures on, the, in, on, on your journey. You, you know, you, despite being becoming successful, you won't always be achieving the same things, doing the same things. 
you know, we've all heard those stories of famous pop stars who got done in by their record label and lost out on all their money and all that type of stuff. And that's a different sort of talk altogether, really, you know. Making sure you put a contract in place or making sure that that contract is okay, you know. Uh, But once you get to a level of success, it doesn't make you immune to not landing albums. You know, I, I have been told that my sound is dated. And I go, okay, well, I shall change. And I've worked on it and improved. You know, I have been told that my stuff's not good enough to go on trailing music albums. Well, I know that not to be true. <laughs> but at the time, it hurt. <laughs> you know? There's all these things aren't definitive endpoints. They are stepping stones. And as long as you think about the person you want to be and the actions you want to be doing, and then you will stay true to yourself, then all of this stuff is just fun and games. It's like playing Zelda. Well, obviously, I want to beat Ganondorf, so I'm going to do this temple. Boom. <laughs> Zelda reference. Amazing. So use this time this week to take stock to kind of think to yourself okay what air quote failures are the obstacles to overcome what failures air quotes are messages reminding me that actually I don't want to do this thing and just decipher as well it's really important this bit decipher whether you're feeling like you don't want to do it because you didn't succeed or you truly don't want to do it you know sometimes I've come back from doing trailer stuff and like the biggest one for me was not landing two big customs uh, got to the stage the editors approved it had been put they were cutting the trailer to it I thought I'd landed two whopping trailers in custom and I didn't and my ego said, I don't, want to, I don't want to do trailer music, ever. <laughs> it sucks. But my heart was saying, you do want to do it, you're just really upset. So decipher that as well. Don't, don't just be like, oh, I didn't, fight, I didn't get into this publisher, I never want to do it again. If you really want to get with that publisher, just try again. Like I said, I've gone years and years without working with a publisher, and then I reach out and they go, oh, hey, how are you doing? Here's some work. Other times, work publishers I've worked with for years, suddenly no work for me. And that's fine. Always keep failing as long as you're failing in the direction you want to be. (laughs) That's a good one, I like that. Anyway, guys, uh, I know it was a bit of a theoretical mindset type of thing today, but I think it's really important. Really important for you guys to know that even when you land lots of placements and lot and win awards and get to that holy grail of becoming a full-time composer it doesn't mean that you're immune to not being dropped or not losing albums or not losing tracks etc etc those things will happen but those things don't matter in the big picture if you understand who you are and who you want to be 
Oh, that was a good emphatic horn. Anyway, guys, um, I hope you had a good week and I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Amazing. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.